Father, in the wonderful name of our Lord Jesus Christ, we glorify you, we magnify your name, we bless your name, O God. We thank you, Father, for this day that you have given us, O Lord. We thank you, Lord, for your faithfulness in our lives. We thank you for your divine protection. We thank you for your mercy, for your divine intervention in our lives, O God. Father, we thank you for this opportunity that you have given us share your word with your people, O oh God. Father, we thank you for those souls that will be saved because of your word. We thank you, Father, for your word. Let it be a lamp unto our feet, O oh God. Let it be a seed into our hearts, O oh God. Father, we give you praise and we give you honor this morning in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you, Father God. Well, let me take this time and I told you yesterday that in yesterday's segment was part one. We're talking about discipleship. So we did part one yesterday and we were focused and we were focusing on two marks, which is separating from sin and separating from family. Praise God. Today we are doing we are also focusing another two marks. So it's a mark three and a mark four today. And marks of the disciple. Marks of the disciple today, the top we are focusing on bearing the cross and then mark four is fruit bearing bearing the cross and fruit bearing that is what we are focusing on today we are continuing this today is part two so tomorrow is part three which is the last part of this service praise mighty jesus and let us look at the word of god um, today without wasting any time I said we are talking about bearing the cross. What does it mean when someone says that we are bearing the cross? It means that you are suffering for Christ. We are suffering for Christ. Remember, the Bible says that we are called to partake in the suffering of Jesus Christ. The Bible says that we are called to partake in the suffering of Jesus Christ. Praise God. So, without wasting any time, let us go to Luke 14. Luke 14. Verse 27. Luke 14, verse 27. Luke 14, verse 27. Called a disciple. 
disciple of Jesus Christ or a born again child of God. Praise God. So because when you accept Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, there are sacrifices that you will have to do. You know, and, 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 and there are sacrifices and there are things that you must let go. Praise God. So you, one of the things that you have to do as, as Luke 14 verse 27 says, it says, And whosoever do not bear his cross and come after me cannot be my disciple. So as I've said before, bearing the cross or praise mighty Jesus, praise mighty Jesus, bearing the cross means suffering for Christ, means suffering for Christ. In other words, if you are not ready to be persecuted, to be mocked, if you are not ready to be ridiculed, if you are not ready to be betrayed, if you are not ready to be put in jail, if you are not ready to die, that means everyday death or permanent death, physical death, then you are not, you are you cannot be called um, the disciple of Jesus Christ. You cannot be called the, the disciple of Jesus Christ because when you define the bearing of the cross, it means suffering. Suffering that means you must partake in the suffering of Jesus Christ. And bearing the cross is not an easy thing. So uh, you can imagine, you know, the cross, the cross was heavy. And while Jesus Christ was carrying the cross, he was being beaten up so severely, so badly. Praise mighty Jesus. Remember that he was in a human form. So he was suffering as a human being while bearing the cross. And that is what Jesus wants us to do today if we want to call ourselves his disciples and if we want him to look at us as, as his disciple, that we must bear the suffering that he bore. Okay, we must go and, and be mocked like he was mocked. We must die like he died. We must do all these things. So if you are going to volunteer yourself and raise your hand and say, I want to be a disciple of Jesus Christ, then you must know that you are going to partake in his suffering. In his suffering. That is no choice, but something that you have to do. You have to partake in the suffering of Jesus Christ. And if you are not ready to do that, then you cannot. And you are not worthy to be called a disciple of Jesus if you are not ready to suffer like he suffered, okay? If you are not ready to suffer like Jesus suffered, then you are not worthy to be called his disciple. Let us look at the book of Matthew, Matthew 22, Matthew 22. Hallelujah. Praise mighty Jesus. We're going to look at the book of Matthew, Matthew 22. It says, and ye shall be hated of all men for my sake, but he that endure to the end shall be saved. Praise God. Okay, let us just start it from verse 21. And the brother shall deliver up the brother to death. So, and the father, the child, and the children shall rise up against the par their parents and cause them to be put to death. Okay. Verse 22 says, And ye shall be hated of all men for my sake. So if you are not ready to be 
hated for for the name of Jesus to suffer for the name of Jesus to be humiliated for the name of Jesus to be spat on for the name of Jesus to 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 be persecuted for the name of Jesus then you you cannot call yourself a disciple of Jesus Christ you cannot call yourself a born again child of God but Jesus even though he knows that these things will happen to us as his disciples he also says that but he that endures to the end shall be saved but he that endures to the end shall be saved in other words even if you die and die proclaiming the name of Jesus Christ you are saved praise god because there is a reward for you and that reward is the inheritance inheritance of the kingdom of god it is you are part here you will be partaking in the eternal life which is the promise of all those who will die all those who will endure and persevere in following jesus christ so are you ready to be a um, a, a prosperer are you ready to bear the cross are you ready to 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 to, to stand and endure and persevere for the sake of Jesus Christ are you ready to be looked down upon are you ready to be persecuted for Jesus are you ready to be mocked for the name of Jesus then if you are ready to endure if you are ready to endure all these things then you are ready to partake in the suffering of Jesus and you are worthy to be called a disciple of Jesus Christ hallelujah hallelujah so you must be ready to endure all these things you must be ready to endure all these things if you want to be called a disciple of Jesus Christ you must be able to endure all these things if you want to be called a disciple of Jesus Christ but he says if you but those who will endure to the end so it does not matter what they do to you today what they say to you today about the wonderful name of Jesus Christ but if you do endure to the end then there is a reward for you there is a price for you let us look at the second Timothy second Timothy second Timothy chapter 3 verse 12 praise god hallelujah verse 12 verse 12 second Timothy chapter 3 verse 12 remember we are talking about bearing the cross which means suffering for Christ bearing the cross which means suffering for Christ so it says here ye all that will live godly in Christ shall suffer persecution ye and all that will live godly in Christ shall suffer persecution in other words the bible says that none of us are exempted for for for, for from suffering none of us if you call yourself a child of god you will have to partake in the suffering of jesus christ and we will face these things one on end praise god but there is a greater glory that will follow after all these things 
there is a great reward that will follow after all these things. So that is why it's very important that we endure the persecution. For the persecution, mighty Jesus, for the persecution, it is just for a short while. It is just for a short while. It is only for a season. For there is greater glory that we will inherit in the name of Jesus. So as verse 12 says, ye and all that will live godly in Christ will suffer persecution. So verse 13 says, but evil men and seducers shall wax worse and worse and, uh, and deceiving and being deceived. So it's very, very important that we stay on course and we do not forget why we are disciples of Jesus Christ and we do not partake in any evil. Praise mighty Jesus. So bearing the cross it is truly indeed suffering and the bible says that you know we must rejoice in our suffering we must rejoice in our suffering we must rejoice in our suffering because we are suffering for christ because we are suffering for christ because we are suffering for the gospel of jesus christ so we must rejoice in our suffering praise mighty jesus praise mighty jesus praise Mighty Jesus, praise, mighty Jesus, praise, mighty. Let us go to the book of um, Philippians, chapter 1, verse 29. We will go to the book of Philippians right now. Thank you, Lord Jesus. So you must be very, very, very. Thank you, Lord Jesus. So, and it says 29 to 30, uh, Philippians chapter 1, verse 21 to 30. So it says that, um, For unto you it is given in the behalf of Christ, not only to believe on him, but also to suffer for his sake. For unto you it is given in the behalf of Christ, not only to believe in him, but also to suffer for his sake. Verse 30 says, Having the same conflict which he saw in me, and now here to be in me, and now here to be in me. So we are not only called to believe in Christ, because that means, you know, believing in Christ, in other words, means, praise God, suffering for His sake. I want us to go back and, 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 and look at how, you know, and look at the lives of the, of, of, of the 12 apostles. You, you do know that all of them, you know, they chose to be disciples of Jesus Christ. Praise God. When Jesus called them, some were fishermen. Jesus, when called them, praise God, they did not say no. They followed. Jesus did not beg them. He just said, follow me. And, and they willingly followed him. Then Jesus Christ explained to them what will happen to them, what will happen to him. And they still said, you know, you are worth it, Lord. You are worth it. We will die for you. We will bear the cross for you. And in the end, they died. 
the Bible says they were martyred. In the end, they died. They died. They did not die nice death. They were they were they, they were martyred. Martyred just means that they were killed, and they did not die for selfish reasons. They died for Christ. In other words, they partake in the they bear the cross, and 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 they were also nailed on the cross for Jesus Christ. So they died for the gospel they preached and they died for the name that they proclaimed and that is the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. So they did not die for selfish reasons. So following Christ means that we die every day because being persecuted, being mocked is part of dying every day. There is the part of um, physical death but there is this, the part of dying every day spiritually, fighting wars. Remember the Bible says that, you know, we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but we wrestle against principalities. Praise God. We wrestle against principalities on this earth. Praise God. Meaning that evil spirits, demonic spirits, that who we are facing daily. And, and, and our war is ongoing. That is why the Bible says we die every day. We die every day. We die every day. And eventually, death, the physical death dies, comes, and then... We, we, we die. We, well, I, I'll put it like Paul put it, we rest. We don't die, but we rest awaiting the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. So it's very important for you to bear the cross. That is one thing that defines you as a disciple of Jesus Christ. As a disciple of Jesus Christ. Well, um, yeah, 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 yeah lovely. We're now going to fo- to be focusing on, on, on fruit bearing. On fruit bearing. Hallelujah. Let us go to the book. Now we are focusing on, 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 on fruit. On, on fruit bearing. We are focusing on fruit bearing. We are now going to uh, John, John 15. Yes, John chapter 15. John chapter 15. John chapter 15. John chapter 15. So that we understand uh, what we mean when we talk about um, uh, uh, fruit bearing, and that is another mark of a disciple. who is fruit bearing what does that mean now I think the book of John chapter 15 explains it explains it praise mighty Jesus we are going to read from verse 1 from verse 1 I am the true vine and my father is the husband man verse 2 says every branch in me that beareth not fruit, he taketh away. Every branch in me that beareth not fruit, he taketh away. And every branch that beareth fruit, he purged. He purged it that it may bring forth more fruit. So you see why it is important that we bear fruit? Why it is important we bear fruit? Look at chapter at John 15 and verse 2. 
Bible says you have every friend that is buried in not for it taken away. Praise God. So in other words, you are the Bible is talking about people who are called, praise God, for the commission of Jesus, who are called into Christianity, who are called to follow Christ, who are called to be disciples of not, not all of us are disciples of Jesus. So it doesn't matter if you're a pastor or prophet or an apostle, all of us. If you call yourself a born-again child of God, you have been born again and the Holy Spirit dwells in you. Therefore, that makes you a disciple of Jesus Christ. But if you do not bear fruit, then the, the Bible says that the Father taketh it away and every branch that beareth fruit, he purged it, he purged it that it may bring forth more fruit. So if you bear fruit, then the, then the Lord will multiply you so that you will bear more fruit. But if you don't bear fruit, he will take you away. Listen to verse 3. Now ye are clean through the word which I have spoken unto you. Now you are clean through the word that I have spoken unto you. Verse 4 says, Abide in me and in you. Abide in me and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit, of itself except it abide in the vine so jesus is the vine so as long as we are in him then we will bear fruit because outside jesus then we cannot bear nothing so the branch cannot bear nothing without the vine so the, the vine the branch had to be attached to the vine in either in order for it to bear fruit in order for it to bear fruit so as long as jesus is the center of our life as long as jesus is our king as long as jesus is our lord as long as the name of jesus as long as we continue to proclaim the name of jesus and jesus becomes the center and and and, and our praise god and our role model then we we are in him and 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 as long as we are in him then jesus says he he is in us so jesus he he is in us and as long as we remain in him then we will bear fruit as long as we remain in him we will bear fruit because he says as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself except it abide in the vine praise god so no more can ye except ye abide in me <laughs> hallelujah so verse 5 says i am the vine you are the branches i am the vine you are the branches he that abideth in me and i in him the same bringeth forth much fruit. Praise God. For without me, you can do nothing. Without me, or severed from me, you can do nothing. For without Jesus, we can do nothing. But, praise God. But as long as we are attached in Him, then we will bear much fruit. Praise God. So we're talking about fruit bearing today. We're talking about fruit bearing today. And we are now looking at, the, uh, at uh, John 15, 1 to 6. We will end here at 6. So 6 says, If a man abide not in me, 
if a man abide not in me, he is cast forth as a branch and is withered. And men gather them and cast them into the fire and they are burned. Praise God. So if a man abide not in me, that means if you are not in Jesus, if Jesus is not your Lord and Savior, if you are not born again, then like a branch, you are cast away and you wither. And when you wither, men gather them and they cast them into the fire. Then men gather them and cast them into the fire and they are burned. So here the fire is the symbolism of hell. Praise God. So all those who are, do not abide in Jesus, all those who are not branches that are attached to the vine, the vine is Jesus. Praise God. The vine is Jesus. If you are not attached in Jesus, if Jesus is not the center or the foundation of your faith, praise mighty Jesus, then you are like a, a branch that is withered. And when the branch is withered, man will gather it and cast it into the fire and you are going to burn. Praise mighty Jesus. So it is very important for you to bear fruit. But you cannot bear fruit unless you abide in Jesus and Jesus abides in you. Unless you abide in Jesus and Jesus abides in you. Otherwise you cannot bear fruit. Otherwise you cannot bear fruit. Otherwise you cannot bear fruit. Look at John 16. Look at John 16. Look at John 15, verse 16. Um, same chapter. John 15, verse 16. Ye have not chosen me, but I have chosen you, and you and, and ordained you that you should go and bring forth fruit, and that your fruit should remain, that whatsoever you shall ask of the Father in my name, he may give it to you. So we, 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 we did not, even when we were in sin, not knowing Jesus, even when we were living our wicked lives, you know, our lives of sin, our lives of, of fornication. So the grace of God found us, praise God. So it's true in verse 16 when he said, Ye have not chosen me, but I have chosen you and ordained you. So we are ordained because we are of a royal priesthood and we are ordained by Jesus. Praise God. To do what? To bring forth fruit. To bring forth fruit. To bring forth fruit. You know any tree that does not, any branch that does not bear fruit, it is withered. Praise God. It is thrown away and it withers and it, it, it is gathered and thrown into the fire. So we must be disciples. So in order for you to understand your position in the body of Christ, your position as a believer, because God chose you and ordained you. That's why today you call yourself a born-again a born-again Christian because you have been chosen by God and He ordained you. Today the Holy Spirit lives in you. So the best thing that you can do for Jesus is to bring forth fruit. And one of the ways to bring forth fruit is to share the word of God with others, to, 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 to non-believers. Share what the Lord Jesus is all about. Share what God has done for you. Testify to people. Tell them about the Lord Jesus. That then you are, you are, you are what? You are bringing fruit now. You are bringing, bringing forth fruit. And that your fruit should remain. And 
that your fruit should remain. So if you do so, the Bible says that so, so whatever you shall ask of the Father in my name, that means in the name of Jesus, you may, it, he may give it to you. He may give it to you because why? You are a branch that bears fruit and you are a branch that brings forth fruit. You are a branch that knows what he's here for. Praise God. Praise God. So you are fruit bearing as a disciple of Jesus Christ. One of the marks that you must have is fruit bearing. One of the marks that you should have is fruit bearing. Let us go um, to James 2, 14, 26. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Let us go to the book of James. Let us go to the book of James. Where's the book of James? Where's the book of James? Where's the book of James? Let us go to the book of James, chapter 2. Uh, chapter 2. Verse 14. I'm gonna quickly pass through this. Verse 14 to 26. Okay. What do it profit, my brethren, though a man say he has faith and have no uh, and have not works? Can faith save him? Can faith save him? In other words, you, you cannot say that you are a child of God, you are born of God, but the works are not there. When I'm talking about the works, praise God, I am talking about the fruits. So there must be fruits if you are a child of God. You must bear fruits. People must see them. People must be able to, to distinguish a, a, a born-again child to, to, to a non-believer. People must be, be able to differentiate you from, 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 from any other person. So there must be works, fruits, they must be there, fruits. Because you cannot say that we have faith, but the works are not there. So the Bible, he continues here and says, can faith save him? So verse 15, it says, if a brother or sister be naked and destitute of daily food, verse 16 says, and no one of you say unto them, depart in, and, and one of you say unto them, depart in peace, be ye warmed and filled, notwithstanding ye give them not those things which are needful to the body. What do it profit? What do it profit? You cannot tell me when I'm hungry that go in peace if you're not going to help me because you have the bread to help me. That means you have not the fruit of the Spirit. That means as a disciple, you do not bear the fruit of the Spirit because one of the things that Jesus Christ emphasized as the fruit of the Spirit is, is, is the act of giving, is the act of giving, giving to the needy, giving to those and feeding those who cannot feed themselves. That is the fruit of the Holy Spirit. Praise God. So verse 17 says, Even so, if it had not works, it is dead, being alone. So it means that your the whole thing that you claim to be, I am a born-again Christian, but you cannot um, um, give your neighbor some bread. You know that your neighbor is suffering, and you have the means to help them, but you, 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 you choose to, to ignore their situation as if it's going to go away then you cannot claim to be a disciple of Jesus Christ because we, we are called to bear fruit. And, 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 and one of the fruits of the Holy Spirit is, is, is giving, giving, love. When you talk about love, love, when you 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 love as a child of God, it means that you will be giving because one of the, let me tell you about the fruit of the Holy Spirit, compassion is one of if you don't have compassion for those who are needy, then you, you need to.
introspection. I, I think it's the word. You need to do the introspection and, and, and you need to question your discipleship. You need to question your nutrition life. You need to question who you follow because it's not Jesus Christ. You are not a disciple of Jesus Christ if you cannot have those who are in need, if you cannot give to church, if you cannot do nothing because you are, your heart is stingy. Praise mighty Jesus. So even so, faith, it had not works, is dead, being alone, uh-huh, being alone, uh-huh, being alone, being alone. Praise God. So let us pass through this. Let us go to, to the book of, of Galatians because of time, 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 because of time. Let us go to the book of Galatians because I think this is very important. Jesus, thank you, Jesus, thank you, Jesus. Verse 22, verse 22, verse 22. Um, thank you, Lord. Verse 22 says, But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith. Verse 22 says, Meekness, temperate, against such there is no law. So, these are some of the fruits of the Spirit. As I've mentioned before, just right now, that uh, joy, that love, being on top, love, being on top. Because when you love, it's, it, it's easy for you to, to demonstrate the rest. Because when you love, of course, you will have joy in your heart, you will have peace, and, and, and we are called to long-suffering, to partake in the suffering of Jesus. So these are the fruits of the Spirit, as Galatians here mentions, that, that joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith. So if you have these qualities, if you have these fruits of the Spirit, then you are bearing fruit, 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 hallelujah, then you are bearing fruit, hallelujah, then you are bearing fruit. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith. Verse 23 says, meekness, temperance. Against such there is no law. Verse 24 says, and they that are, that are Christ have crucified the flesh with the affections of lust, affections or passions. So verse 25 says, if we live in the Spirit, let us walk in the Spirit. If we live in the spirit, if we live in the spirit, let us walk in the spirit. So, in order for you to, to, to bear fruit, you will have to live in the spirit because you cannot bear fruit while you are living in the flesh. Because the flesh cannot fight sin and the flesh is weak. So, in order for you to have love, joy, peace, long suffering, gentleness, goodness, meekness, temperance, you see, you, you have to. In the spirit, that means that you must be dead in the flesh. Allow the Holy Spirit that lives in you to lead you in everything that you do. Die in the flesh. So, verse 26, which is the last verse, let us not be desirous of vain glory, provoking one another, envy, envying one another, because those are not the fruits of the Holy Spirit. On top of the fruit of the Holy Spirit is love love because when you love your neighbor as you love yourself then you will have joy then you will have compassion for others then you will 
give to others. You will love them. So that means that you will you will always uh, talk about the word of Jesus. You will always share the experiences that you have in church. You will always encourage non-believers to accept Jesus Christ as their personal savior because you possess the same, the same, the same qualities of a disciple. Then you are a disciple because what you 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 are bearing fruit. Because what you are bearing fruit and you are a, a disciple of Jesus Christ. And let us end it there for today in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you, Lord, for your word. For your word, it is a lamp unto our feet, O oh God. Father, we pray that we will not only read and listen to your word, but Father, we will become doers of your word. Father, we pray for, 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 we pray for your word, O oh God, to be a seed to our hearts. Father, we pray, O oh God, that you will protect us, that, O oh God, you will cover us, that, O oh God, you will grant us, O oh God, the desires of our hearts in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Brothers, glorify you this morning, O God. We give you honor. We bless your name, O Lord. We thank you, Lord, for raising us up this morning. We thank you, Father, for giving us another day. We thank you, O Lord, for the outpouring of your blessings and your divine protection, O God, on our lives. We thank you, Father, for the divine protection that is on our families, O God, for your covering, O God, that is upon us in the name of our Lord Jesus. Father, we thank you for this opportunity to share your word with your people. We thank you for the people who are always tuning in, O God. Thank you, Lord, for the souls that will be saved because of your word. We glorify you, O God, and thank you, O God, for our brothers all around the world, O God. We pray for their protection, O God, wherever they are in the world this morning, O God. Father, we pray, we pray this morning that we will open our hearts for the word of God, O oh God, to be a pillar in our lives in the name that is above than any other name, the name of our Lord Jesus. Thank you, Father. Well, let me greet you, people from America, greet you, um, Europe, greet you, um, um, Asia. I would like to greet each and everyone in Africa. Europe, Asia, wherever you are. Now I know that there are people from Pakistan, Canada, America, all over Germany, like all over the place that are tuning in and listening to this po- to this podcast. I thank God for you. I love you with all my heart, with all my heart. I am latter-day preacher. I come from South Africa. I come from South Africa. So it's good to be here. It's good to be here. Remember today we are continuing. Yesterday, we, we remember we are we're on a we are on a three day, it's a three day series or three segment series, and and the theme of this series is discipleship. So we did part one, part two yesterday. Today we are doing part three, and it is the last of of, of the series. Then we will be beginning something new 
future. Praise mighty Jesus. So today we're talking about renouncing it all. We are talking about renouncing all in our part three and the final segment of the series. Praise mighty Jesus. Hope that you're going to, to be blessed. Hope that you're going to be blessed. Hope that you're going to be blessed. When we are, when we are talking about renouncing, renouncing it all, basically we are talking about forsaking it all for the sake of Jesus or giving it up for the sake of Jesus, for the sake of our Lord Jesus. Let us look at Luke 14 without wasting any time. Verse 33, Luke 14, verse 33, as he, as, as the word confirms what we are talking about today in Luke 33. So Jesus says, Jesus says, So likewise, whosoever he be of you that forsaketh not all that he had, he cannot be my disciple. Praise God. Let me repeat it. So likewise, whosoever he be of you that forsaketh not all that he had, he cannot be my disciple. So if you cannot let go of what you have, of what you have, if you cannot forsake your old, um, your old habits, if you cannot forsake your old lifestyle, then you are not. Um, are worthy to be um, a child of God. You are not worthy to be. Uh, uh, you can. You are not worthy to be a disciple of Jesus Christ. Uh, but in, to, we are going to, to be first talking about and focusing on the material things. Praise God. The, the importance of, of 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 letting go. You know what you have for 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 Jesus. For Jesus, and we are going to be, of course, going into the Word of God. You know, um, of course, the Word of God must be the one that confirms what we are saying. If your preaching or your teaching is not aligned to the Word of God, then it's something else. It is not the Word of God. Praise God. Let us go to, to chapter 19, the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 19. We are going to begin to, we are going to be reading first uh, we're going to be uh, starting from verse 16 I think we'll end at verse 30 on this subject praise mighty Jesus we are going to be talking now about the material thing then a little bit later we're going to be focusing on renouncing sin as sin praise mighty Jesus we're not gonna take a lot of time today because of time is not on our side praise mighty Jesus I have to be somewhere Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. So, say, I said, Matthew 19, verse 16, that is where we are beginning. So, and behold, one came and said unto him, Good master, what good thing shall I do that I may have? And behold, one came said unto him, Good master, what good thing shall I do that I may have eternal life? So verse 17, he said unto him, Why callest thou me good? There is none good but one, that is God. But if thou wilt enter into life, keep the Keep the commandments. So now, this man that comes to Jesus 
and asks Jesus that, Master, what can I do for me to, to enter heaven? What is it that I need to do for me to enter heaven? And Jesus says to him, keep the commandments. And then in verse 18, he replies and he said unto him, which, which, and then Jesus said, thou shalt not murder, thou shalt not, thou shalt do no murder, thou shalt not commit adultery, thou shalt not steal, thou shalt not bear false witness. So verse 19 says, honor thy father and thy mother, and thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. So verse 20 says, The young man said unto him, All these things I have kept from my youth up. What I lack, what lack I yet? So verse 21 says, Jesus said unto him, If thou wilt be perfect, go and sell that thou hast, and give it to the poor. And that is the problem, brothers and sisters. You know, we want to enter heaven. We want to be a righteousness of God. We want to be credited, just like Abraham, as righteousness of God. But we are not willing to be obedient to the word of God. But we are not willing to, obe to be obedient to the will of God. And, and Jesus here is saying, you want to, to enter the kingdom of God. I say, Praise God, obey the commandments. But you say that you have obeyed all these commandments. Seemingly, this was according to the law, a righteous man. Praise God. This was according to the law, a righteous man. Praise God. But a righteous man who was wealthy and seemingly was not, was not, was, was stingy in a way or was not doing what a righteous man should be doing. So Jesus said, you know, if you want to, if you want to be perfect, go and sell thou hast. If you want to be perfect, because this man, what is what is he, what he is truly looking for is to be a disciple of Jesus, is to be perfect in the eyes of God, is to be a follower of Christ. So Jesus said, in order for you to be my disciple, go and sell that thou hast and give it to the poor and thou shalt have treasure in heaven and come and follow me so there is something that you have to do in order for you to follow jesus in order for you to follow jesus there is sacrifices that you will have to make praise god there are things that you will have to let go there are things that you will have to forsake. But bear in mind what Jesus says here. Jesus said, you want to be perfect. So in order for you to be perfect, go and sell. And the Bible says this was a wealthy young man. He had money. So imagine today you have a $2 million or 2 million rand or 2 million puller. Okay, you have that kind of money. And, 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 and Jesus comes to you and says, you know, you do you want to, to, to be perfect? Do you want to enter heaven? And you say yes. And he says, take this money that you have. Give it to, to the poor. Will you do it? Because I, I wouldn't do it like two years ago. I, I would have said no. But now that I know the truth of God, I would say yes. 
I would say yes. And 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 reading this story and this encounter of this young man with Jesus who was seemingly wealthy, 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 wealthy. Praise God, I would do it because now I know what is important, okay? Now I know what is important. So when you want to follow and you are want to be known by God as his disciple, there are things that you will have to forsake. Praise God. So we are talking here about this young man who seemingly had a lot. Who seemingly had a lot. Who seemingly had a lot. But Jesus tells him something that he was not expecting. He tells him something that is with which he was not expecting. So he says, Go and sell all, all that you have. Go and sell all that you have and give it to the poor. I, I love Jesus because you know one of the fruits of of of, of a child of God or a born-again Christian. Is, the, is love, praise God, and love being on top of everything else to God. You know, faith and love to God comes first. So when you love, then when you love, you have compassion. You know, when you love, you give. And in the New Testament, when we're talking about giving, we're talking about giving generously. We're talking about giving generously. So if you are not a giving person, you have a stingy heart, then you know, you cannot call yourself um, a, a, a disciple of Jesus because this is what Jesus is asking to, for, to this man, for this man to do. He says, if you want to be perfect or if you want to follow me, give this. And I promise you, you will have treasures in heaven. You will have treasure in heaven because the most important treasure, it is the one that is in heaven. Praise God. That one cannot be stolen. It is your treasure. No thief can come and steal that. Praise God. That one will never be rotten. That one will never be taken away from you by force. No, 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 no. That one is safe. That one is not defied. And the one in heaven. Praise my Jesus. So, and he says, and come and follow me. He is inviting him now. He is calling him to follow him. But only if he can do he what he instructs him to do. So verse 22 says, But when the young man heard, heard that saying, he went away sorrowful, for he had great possessions. Praise God. But when that young man heard that saying, he went away sorrowful, because he had great possession. You know when someone is sorrowful, uh, he looks sad, disappointed, you know, uh, you know, because he was not expecting for, for, for Jesus to, to ask him to do all that. Because you know when you, when you work so hard and you have all these great possessions, you know, but he needed to do it. Praise God. Now let's go to verse 23. Because verse 23 says, Then Jesus said unto his disciples, Verily I say unto you, that a rich man shall hardly enter into the kingdom of heaven. Verse 24, And again I say unto you, It is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter into the, into the kingdom of God into the kingdom of God. Jesus here was not speaking against was not speaking against the rich people here. He was not speaking against the rich people here. 
basically what Jesus said that it is it is difficult because why most human beings when they are blessed by God and they are rich they tend to worship the things that they have their houses their cars their money that they have than to than than, than worshiping God you might be giving yes you know you have charities that you give to and all but at the but end of the day, but at, at the end of the day if Jesus is not the center of your world if you are not a born again child of God then that is where the problem is because you are now worshiping idols idols money has become your idol which means now God is not with you or God is not in you Jesus is not in you so that is why Jesus said then Jesus then Jesus said to his disciples verily I say unto you that a rich man shall hardly enter into the kingdom of heaven so verse 24 and, and and again I say unto you it is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter into the kingdom of God so verse 25 says when when his disciples heard this they were exceedingly amazed saying who then can be saved 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 so verse 26 says but Jesus beheld them and said unto them with men this is impossible but with God all things are possible in other words Jesus was saying that you cannot enter heaven if God is not with you you have to be in God and God has to be in you in other words you have to remain in him and he in you so without without him being with you without being in you so without him being in you then it is impossible for you to do these things it is impossible for you to enter heaven but with God all things are possible but if you walk with God if your walk is the walk with God then all things are possible you can enter heaven we are talking about renouncing all that means forsaking all for the sake of the cross for the sake of Jesus for the sake of your soul hallelujah then verse 27 says then answered Peter and said unto him behold we have forsaken all and followed thee behold we have forsaken all and followed thee what shall we have therefore verse 28 and Jesus said unto them verily I say unto you that ye which have followed me in the generation when the son of man shall sit in the throne of his glory ye also shall sit upon 12 thrones judging the 12 tribes of Israel so the, the, the Peter is saying here you know we, we, we have left everything we have said we were fishermen we were working hard we have families we have, we have wives we have children but you have called us and you said we must follow you and we followed and we and, and by doing that we have renounced all we have forsaken all our lifestyle our friends our families our mothers and everything we have circled. so what is it you know because we, we have done what you're talking about here but what is it that awaits us what is it that we are going to be rewarded with so Jesus said unto them verily I say unto you that ye which have followed me you who are following Jesus now 
in the generation when the Son of Man shall sit in the throne of his glory, ye shall sit upon the twelve thrones, judging the twelve tribes of Israel. Judging the twelve tribes of Israel. So verse 29 says, And everyone that has forsaken houses, or brethren, or sisters, or father, or mother, or wife, or children, or lands, for my sake shall receive an hundredfold, and shall inherit everlasting life. So in following Jesus, or being a disciple of Jesus, you know, has rewards. And you will receive hundredfold, praise God. And you shall inherit eternal life. Praise God. But you shall inherit. This is the promise that we are promised with. This is the same promise. You remember when, when, when God promised Abraham what he was with. I'm sure to Abraham it seems like, you know, um, a fairy tale. Even though he believed God, you know. But he believed. That is, that is what matters. He believed that, you know, whatever that God said to him, it, he was going to do, and he did it. Praise God. You know, he blessed him with numerous, um, with a nation that was numerous as the stars or the sand. Praise God. So this is the same promise that God is promising us. It is that if you are my disciples and you follow me and you obey my commands. So God is saying today, you will not only inherit everlasting life or receive hundredfold, but you will also sit at the throne of my glory, of, of God's glory. You will also sit at the throne of God's glory and of God's glory. And you, ah, my goodness, your goodness, and you shall sit upon 12, uh, upon 12 thrones, judging the 12 tribes of Israel. So that is the promise that we have in him, in God, when we follow him, when we are his disciples. So his disciples have to forsake everything for his sake. If you are not willing to do that, if you are not ready to do that, then you are not ready to be, to be a disciple of Jesus Christ. Then you are not ready to be a disciple of Jesus Christ. Okay, then. Praise mighty Jesus. We are finished with that point. Now let's go to let's go to now to renouncing sin. Now I was going to quote a few verses here but because of my time I think I'm going to just quote uh, two or three. Yeah, three and then that's it. Um, renouncing sin. We're renouncing sin. I'm not going even, um, let me just summarize the book of Genesis. Praise mighty Jesus. So we, we know where sin, we, we know where sin began. We know where sin began. We know where sin began. We, we know where sin, let, let us read um, chapter 3, verse 1 of Genesis. It, the Bible says, now the serpent was more supple than any beast of the or was more cunning than any beast of the field which the Lord had made. And he said unto the woman, Ye had God said, Ye shall not eat of every tree of the garden. Praise God. Ye is in Hebrew. It's like ye. Praise God. Verse 2 says, And the woman said unto the serpent, We may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden. Then verse 3 says, 
But of the fruit of the tree, which is the midst of the garden, God had said, Ye shall not eat of it, neither shall ye touch it, lest you die. So, in other words, they were instructed Eve and Adam not to touch the tree of knowledge. Because if they eat that one, they will surely die. And then the devil says, No, God is lying. Basically, you will not surely die. Because God is afraid that you will be like him. You will have all the knowledge. You will be able to know between good and, and, and evil. Praise God, you will be knowing between good and evil. So, and then verse 6 says, And when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, and, and that it was pleasant to the eye, and a tree to be desired to make one wise, so took of the tree thereof, and did it, and gave also unto her husband with her, and he did it. Verse 7 says, And the eyes of them both were opened, and they knew that they were naked, and they sewed fig leaves together, and made themselves aprons. Praise Lord. But the fact of the matter is that, praise God, they disobeyed the instructions of the living God. You know, and they, and they allowed or they listened to the voice of the devil, which is something that is still happening today. So when we are talking about sin, we are talking about, about something that happened, that, that first happened um, in the Garden of Eden, praise God, when Eve and Adam listened to the, to, to the voice of, of Satan and they, and, and they ate from a tree that God said you are not supposed to eat from. So the Bible says in verse 6 in Genesis, and when the woman saw that the tree was good for food and that was it was pleasant for the eyes and the tree to be desired to make one. So he saw, that means what, what, what happened here was the, was the flesh, because the eye is the flesh. He saw by the eye of the flesh that the, that the fruit was pleasant and he desired it. So that is one of our weaknesses as a man, as men, because we, 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 we are so weak when it comes to the flesh that everything we see, we desire it. When a man sees a woman, he desires that he desires that woman because of the eye. So the problem is the eye. The problem is the last of the eye. So that is this happened in, in, in Eden. Came sin came by, by by Eve and Adam in Eden. Praise God. And by sinning, then as God said that you will surely die. They invited death into humanity, praise God, by their sinful way. And they died spiritually, and God separated himself from man since that day. And they were thrown out of Eden, praise God, in their place, in their place of comfort, in their holy place, in their place of holiness. They were thrown out to go and fend for themselves, to go and work the land and all that. So sin started there. And today we are still struggling with that same sin today, especially the sin of the flesh. Especially the sin of the flesh. That is why it is that is why Jesus came. And that is why when he left, when Jesus left, he left us with with, with, with the Holy Spirit, with the 
because he knew that by ourselves we cannot we cannot fight sin but if the holy spirit is in us if the holy spirit dwells in us and we allow the holy spirit to fight off the the, the desires of the flesh then we will, we will succeed then we will be victorious then we will be victorious in the name of jesus thank you lord Thank you mighty Jesus. Thank you mighty Jesus. Romans 6 verse 23 says for the wages of sin is death but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. That is what happened when we sinned against the Lord. Thank you Jesus. Let us go to to Romans um 3 Let us go to Romans 3 uh, 23 Romans 3:23 The Bible says for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God if we did not sin then there was no reason for Jesus to come and die for our sins praise God So for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Verse 24 says Through faith Okay. Verse 24 says being justified freely by his grace through the redemption that is in Jesus Christ. Praise God. For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God, being justified freely by his grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus. So the reason why today we are saying we are saved that we are born again that we have hope of eternal life it is because we are being justified. We are being justified freely, freely by grace because grace is not by works. So by grace, by grace otherwise all have sinned. All have sinned. All have sinned. So praise mighty Jesus. Praise my teachings. Praise my. So you can you 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 basically cannot call yourself you know a a a, a born again Christian you know if you are still living in sin. You know when the Bible says that when we are delivered from sin into the light. So the Bible says that then we are new creation. So there is no sin in us. That does not mean that when when we say we are saved by grace that we must continue with our sinning ways then then we will be that will be blasphemous to God because the bible says that we must emulate Jesus Christ we must be like him so when you accept Jesus Christ as your personal savior and lord and the holy spirit dwells in you that means that Christ is in you so respect Christ the bible says you must not grieve the holy spirit that is in you because the holy spirit that is in you is pure it is holy therefore we are expected to lead holy lives we cannot do that if we are still living in the flesh we cannot do that if flesh is still in control of our lives so we must allow the holy spirit that dwells in us praise god to 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 to, to lead us in everything that we do but we cannot be able to do that if we do not study the word of god because the will of god is in the word of god in order for us to understand the will of god then we must study the word of god we must study the word of god in order for us to understand the will of 
God and then we must die from our sinful nature which is the flesh and we must live in the spirit that is what is needed here as disciples of Jesus Christ Galatians 17 Thank you Jesus We'll go to Galatians 17 We'll go to Galatians 17 chapter 5 chapter 5 verse 25 verse 17 to 25 uh-huh for the flesh lusted against the spirit and the spirit against the flesh and these are contrary the one to the other so that ye cannot do things that you So verse 18 says, but if ye be led of the spirit, ye are not under the law. So in other words, flesh is fighting against the spirit and spirit is fighting against the flesh. So it is a constant war, a constant battle that is going on within a man. Praise God. So when we say that flesh is fighting against the spirit, when when we talk about the battle against flesh and the spirit, Where, where the spirit is against the flesh and flesh is against the spirit we are talking about the fight that we have, what is going on right now in the spirit you know the, we are talking about darkness being against the light we are talking about good and evil so the spirit represents good and your flesh represents um represents evil so in other words you so you must be able to allow to allow to allow so if you renew your mind all the time that means you study the word of god then you pray then you read the word of god then you get to understand and as you grow in knowing god that means now you grow in knowing how to fight off these evil desires the desires of the flesh because they are the ones that are are making us to backslide in our christian life in our discipleship they are the ones that are making things hard for us as children of god praise god so and the bible says in verse 18 but ye be led of the spirit you are not under law verse 19 now the works of the flesh are manifest which are these so when we say that now the flesh of the works of the flesh are manifest uh, which are these we are talking about now the fruits of the flesh that means the fruits of the sin the fruits of the sin as you can see them and pray against them adultery it comes as a fruit of the sin it comes as the lust of the eye because what you see you desire if you do not live in the spirit if you are not rooted in the word of god what you see you desire with your eyes praise my god fornication it is the same thing adultery fornication it all as a result of the sin of the flesh that is why it is important for you to die from the flesh so that you can live in the spirit uncleanliness uncleanliness perhaps of the heart um uncleanliness of the heart verse 20 says idolatry which traft which is something that is predominant here in africa you know people 
um, worship ancestor, ancestral spirits and there's a lot of witchcraft that is going on here practicing witchcraft which is is it is um, a, a witchcraft it's darkness totally darkness idolatry is darkness praise so there is no god in witchcraft in idolatry in in idolatry there is no there is no god there hatred comes from their heart so if you look we are dealing with a person here and a real person and a real human being is the heart a real human being is what is inside not the physical that you see so if your heart is full of hatred and bitterness then you really need to pray and repent and confess praise god to the to the living god because you are not a disciple of god if you are still if you still harbor hatred in your maybe racial hatred or tribal hatred whatever hatred that it is praise god you still need to to, to seek god and and pray and ask for forgiveness emulations wrath strife seditions heresies you know 21 says talk about envyings your you being jealous murders murderers you know drunkenness reveling and such like these are all the fruits of the flesh these are all the fruits of the devil these are all the fruits of the flesh so so unless you die from the flesh then you cannot live in the spirit that is why it is easy for us who live in the spirit to renounce sin to renounce sin to renounce him but it is very difficult for those who live in the flesh or those who the spirit who the holy spirit does not dwell in them it is very difficult for them to renounce to renounce sin to renounce sin as it is brothers and sisters that's it for today may the wonderful god may the wonderful god that we serve uh, keep you safe father we thank you for this day we thank you lord for your We thank you Father for your love. We thank you Lord for the souls that will be saved because of your word, oh God. Open our hearts, oh God, so we may need we 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 we, we may need Father God in what we talking what of what we talking about, oh God. Father, open our hearts, oh Lord, so that your word will be a seed that grows in it, oh God. We pray, oh Lord, that will not only be listeners or readers of your word, but we will also be doers of your word in the name that is above any other name, the name of our Lord Jesus. Amen. Brothers and sisters, I am Latter-day Preacher. Remember, if you want to leave a message, you will see there is a place where you, 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 you are able to leave your your messages on this platform you can just leave a message wherever you like or you can request my whatsapp or you you, you can just look me up on facebook i am latter day preacher you will find me there in the wonderful name of jesus i greet you all bye bye glorify you this morning oh god we give you honor we bless your name oh lord we thank you lord for raising us up this morning we thank you father for giving us another day we thank you oh lord for the outpouring of your blessings and your divine protection oh god on our lives we thank you father for the divine protection that is on our families oh god for your covering oh god 
that is upon us in the name of our Lord Jesus. Father, we thank you for this opportunity to share your word with your people. We thank you for the people that are always tuning in, God. Thank you, Lord, for the souls that will be saved because of your word. We glorify you, O God, and thank you, O God, for our brothers all around the world, O God. We pray for their protection, O God, wherever they are in the world this morning, O God. Father, we pray, we pray this morning that you will open our hearts for the word of God, O God, to be a pillar in our lives in the name that is above any other name, the name of our Lord Jesus. Thank you, Father. Well, let me greet you, people from America, greet you, um, Europe, greet you, um, um, Asia. I would like to greet each and everyone in Africa, Europe, Asia, wherever you are. Now, I know that there are people from Pakistan, Canada, America, all over Germany, like all over the place that are tuning in and listening to this, po- to this podcast. I thank God for you. I love you with all my heart, with all my heart. I am Latter-day Preacher. I come from South Africa. I come from South Africa. So it's good to be here. It's good to be here. Remember today we are continuing. Yesterday, we, we remember we are, on a, we are on a three-day, it's a three-day series or three-segment series. And, and the theme of this series is discipleship. So we did part one, part two yesterday. Today we are doing part three, and it is the last of, of, of the series. Then we will be beginning something new in the near future. Praise mighty Jesus. So today we are talking about renouncing it all. We are talking about renouncing all in our part three and the final segment of the series. Praise mighty Jesus. Hope that you are going to, to be blessed. Hope that you are going to be blessed. Hope that to be going to be blessed when we are when we are talking about renouncing renouncing it all. Basically, we are talking about forsaking it all for the sake of Jesus or giving it up for the sake of Jesus for the sake of our Lord Jesus. Let us look at Luke 14 without wasting any time. Verse 33. Luke 14, verse 33. As he as as the word confirms what we are talking about today in Luke 33. So Jesus says, Jesus says, So likewise, whosoever he be of you that forsaketh not all that he hath, he cannot be my disciple. Praise God. Let me repeat it. So likewise, whosoever he be of you that forsaketh not all that he hath, he cannot be my disciple. So if you cannot let go of what you have, of what you have, if you cannot forsake your old, um, your old habits, if you cannot forsake your old lifestyle, then you are not um, uh, worthy to be um, a child of God. You are not worthy to be. Uh, uh, you can. You are not worthy to be a disciple of Jesus Christ. Uh, but in, to, we are going to, to be first talking about and focusing on material things. Praise God. The, the importance of, 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 of letting go, you know, what you have for, 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 for Jesus. For Jesus. And we are going to be, of course, going into the word of God. You know, um, of course, the word of God must be the one that confirms what we are saying. If your preaching or your teaching is not aligned 
to the word of God, then it's something else. It is not the word of God. Praise God. Let us go to, to chapter 19, the gospel of Matthew, chapter 19. We are going to begin to, we are going to be reading first. Uh, we are going to be uh, starting from verse 16. I think we'll end at verse 30 on this subject. Praise mighty Jesus. We are going to be talking now about material things. Then a little bit later, we are going to be focusing on renouncing sin as sin. Praise mighty Jesus. We are not going to take a lot of time today because of time is not on our side. Praise mighty Jesus. I have to be somewhere. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. So, say, I said... Matthew 19 verse 16 that is where we are beginning so and behold one came and said unto him good master what good thing shall I do that I may have eternal life and behold one came said unto him good master what good thing shall I do that I may have eternal life so verse 17 he said unto him, Why callest thou me good? There is none good but one, that is God. But if thou wilt enter into life, keep the commandments. Keep the commandments. So now, this man that comes to Jesus and asks Jesus that, Master, what can I do for me to, to enter heaven? What is it that I need to do for me to enter heaven? And Jesus says to him, keep the commandments. And then in verse 18, he replies, and he said unto him, which, which, and then Jesus said, thou shalt not murder, thou shalt, know, thou shalt do no murder, thou shalt not commit adultery, thou shalt not steal, thou shalt not bear false witness, so verse 19 says, Honor thy father and thy mother, and thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. So verse 20 says, The young man said unto him, All these things I have kept from my youth up. What I lack, what lack I yet? So verse 21 says, Jesus said unto him, If thou wilt be perfect, go and sell that thou hast and give it to the poor and that is the problem brothers and sisters you know we want to enter heaven we want to be a righteousness of God we want to be credited just like Abraham as righteousness of God but we are not willing to be obedient to the word of God but we are not willing to, obe to be obedient to the will of God and, and Jesus here is saying you want to, to enter the kingdom of God I say praise God, obey the commandments. But you say that you have obeyed all these commandments. Seemingly, this was according to the law, a righteous man. Praise God. This was according to the law, a righteous man. Praise God. But a righteous man who was wealthy and seemingly was not, was not, was, was stingy in a way or was not doing what a righteous man should be doing. So Jesus said, you know, if you want to 
if you want to be perfect, go and sell thou hast. If you want to be perfect, because this man, what is, what is he? What he is truly looking for is to be a disciple of Jesus, is to be perfect in the eyes of God, is to be a follower of Christ. So Jesus said, in order for you to be my disciple, go and say that thou hast and give it to the poor and thou shalt have treasure in heaven and come and follow me. So there is something that you have to do in order for you to follow Jesus. In order for you to follow Jesus, there is sacrifices that you will have to make. Praise God. There are things that you will have to let go. There are things that you will have to forsake. But bear in mind what Jesus says here. Jesus said, you want to be perfect. So in order for you to be perfect, go and say, and the Bible says this was a wealthy young man. He had money. So imagine today you have a two million dollars or two million rands or two million pula. Okay, you have that kind of money and, 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 and Jesus comes to you and says, you know, you, do you want to, to, to be perfect? Do you want to enter heaven? And you say yes. And he says, take this money that you have, give it to, to the poor. Will you do it? Because I, I wouldn't do it like two years ago. I, I would have said no. But now that I know the truth of God, I would say yes. I would say yes. And, and, and reading this story and this encounter of this young man with Jesus who was seemingly wealthy, 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 praise God, I would do it. Because now I know what is important. Okay. Now I know what is important. So when you want to follow and uh, you uh, want to be known by God as his disciple, there are things that you will have to forsake. Praise God. So we are talking here about this young man who seemingly had a lot, who seemingly had a lot, who seemingly had a lot. But Jesus tells him something that he was not expecting. He tells him something that is with which he was not expecting. So he says, "Go and sell all all that you have. Go and sell all that you have and give it to the poor." I, I love Jesus because you know one of the fruits of 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 a child of God or a born again Christian. Is, the, is love, praise God, and love being on top of everything else to God. You know, faith and love to God comes first. So when you love, then when you love, you have compassion. You know, when you love, you give. And in the New Testament, when we're talking about giving, we're talking about giving generously. We're talking about giving generously. So if you are not a giving person, you have a stingy heart. Then you know, you cannot call yourself um, a, a, a disciple of Jesus because this is what Jesus is asking to, for, to this man, for this man to do. He says, if you want to be perfect or if you want to follow me, give this. And I promise you, you will have treasures in heaven. You will have treasure in heaven because the most important treasure, it is the one that is in heaven. Praise God. That one cannot be stolen. It is your treasure. No thief can come and steal that. Praise God. That one will never be rotten. That one will never be taken away from you by force. No, 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 no. That one is safe. That one is not defied. And the one in heaven. Praise my Jesus. So, and he says, and come and follow me. 
He is inviting him now. He is calling him to follow him. But only if he can do he what he instructs him to do. So verse 22 says, But when the young man heard, heard that saying, he went away sorrowful, for he had great possessions. Praise God. But when that young man heard that saying, he went away sorrowful because he had great possessions. You know when someone is sorrowful, uh, he looks sad, disappointed, you know, uh, you know, because he was not expecting for, for, for Jesus to, to ask him to do all that because you know when you, when you work so hard and you have all these great possessions, you know, but he needed to do it. Praise God. Now let's go to verse 23. Because verse 23 says, Then Jesus said unto his disciples, Verily I say unto you, that a rich man shall hardly enter into the kingdom of heaven. Verse 24, And again I say unto you, It is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter into the, into the kingdom of God into the kingdom of God. Jesus here was not speaking against was not speaking against the rich people here. He was not speaking against the rich people here. Basically what Jesus said that it is it is difficult because why? Most human beings when they are blessed by God and they are rich they tend to worship the things that they have. Their houses, their cars, the money that they have than to than than, than worshiping God. You might be giving, yes. Charities that you give to and all, but end but end of the day, but at, at the end of the day, if Jesus is not the center of your world, if you are not a born again child of God, then that is where the problem is because you are now worshiping idols. Idols, money has become your idols, which means now God is not with you or God is not in you. Jesus is not in you. So that is why Jesus said. Then Jesus. Then Jesus said to his disciples, Verily I say unto you that a rich man shall hardly enter into the kingdom of heaven. So verse 24, and, and, and again I say unto you, It is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter into the kingdom of God. So verse 25 says, When, when his disciples heard this, they were exceedingly amazed, saying, Who then can be saved? 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 So verse 26 says, But Jesus beheld them and said unto them, With men this is impossible, but with God all things are possible. In other words, Jesus was saying that you cannot enter heaven if God is not with you. You have to be in God and God has to be in you. In other words, you have to remain in him and he in you. So without, without him being with you, without being in you, so without him being in you, then it is impossible for you to do these things. It is impossible for you to enter heaven. But with God, all things are possible. But if you walk with God, if your walk is the walk with God, then all things are possible. You can enter heaven. We are talking about renouncing all. That means forsaking 
all for the sake of the trust, for the sake of Jesus, for the sake of your soul. Hallelujah. Then verse 27 says, Then answered Peter and said unto him, Behold, we have forsaken all and followed thee. Behold, we have forsaken all and followed thee. What shall we have therefore? Verse 28, And Jesus said unto them, Verily I say unto you, that ye which have followed me in the generation when the Son of Man shall sit in the throne of his glory, ye also shall sit upon twelve thrones, judging the twelve tribes of Israel. So the, 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 uh, Peter is saying here, you know, we, we, we have left everything. We, say we were fishermen, we were working hard. We have families, we have, we have wives, we have children, but you have called us and you said we must follow you and we followed and, we, and, and by doing that we have renounced all, we have forsaken all, our lifestyle, our friends, our families, our mothers and everything we have forsaken. So what is it? You know, because we, we have done what you are talking about here. But what is it that awaits us? What is it that we are going to be rewarded with? So Jesus said unto them, Verily I say unto you, that ye which have followed me, you who are following Jesus now, in the generation when the Son of Man shall sit in the throne of his glory, ye shall sit upon the twelve thrones, judging the twelve tribes of Israel. Judging the twelve tribes of Israel. So verse 29 says, And everyone that hath forsaken houses, or brethren, or sisters, or father, or mother, or wife, or children, or lands, for my sake shall receive an hundredfold, and shall inherit everlasting life. So in following Jesus, or being a disciple of Jesus, you know, has rewards. And you will receive hundredfold. Praise God. And you shall inherit eternal life. Praise God. But you shall inherit. This is the promise that we are promised with. This is the same promise. You remember when, when, when God promised Abraham what he was with. I'm sure to Abraham it seems like, you know, um, a fairy tale. Even though he believed God, you know. But he believed. That is, that is what matters. He believed. That you know whatever that God said to him, it, he was going to do, and he did it. Praise God! You know he blessed him with numerous, um, with a nation that was numerous as the stars or the sand. Praise God! So this is the same promise that God is promising that it is that if you are my disciples and you follow me and you obey my commands, so God is saying today, you will not only inherit everlasting life or receive hundredfold but you will also sit at the throne of my glory, of, of God's glory. You will also sit at the throne of God's glory and of God's glory. And you, ah, my goodness, your goodness, and you shall sit upon 12, uh, upon 12 thrones, judging the 12 tribes of Israel. So that is the promise that we have in him, in God, when we follow him, when we are his disciples. So his disciples have to forsake everything for his sake. If you are not willing to do that, if you are not ready to do that, then you are not ready to be to be a disciple of Jesus Christ. Then you are not ready to be a disciple of Jesus Christ. Okay then. Praise mighty Jesus.
we are finished with that point now let's go to let's go to now to renouncing sin now I was going to quote a few verses here but because of my time I think I'm going to just quote um, two or three yeah three and then that's it um, renouncing sin we're renouncing sin I'm not going even I'm, let me just summarize the book of Genesis praise mighty Jesus so we, we know where sin we, we know where sin began we know where sin began we know where sin began we, we know where sin let, let us read um, chapter 3 verse 1 of Genesis it, the Bible says now the serpent was more supple than any beast of the or was more cunning than any beast of the field which the Lord had made. And he said unto the woman, Ye had God said, Ye shall not eat of every tree of the garden. Praise God. Ye is in Hebrew. It's like ye. Praise God. Verse 2 says, And the woman said unto the serpent, We may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden. Then verse 3 says, But of the fruit of the tree which is the midst of the garden, God had said, Ye shall not eat of it, neither shall ye touch it, lest you die. So in other words, they were instructed Eve and Adam not to touch the tree of knowledge. Because if they eat that one, they will surely die. And then the devil says, No, God is lying. Basically, you will not surely die. Because God is afraid that you will be like him. All the knowledge you will be able to know between good and, and, and evil. Praise God, you will be knowing between good and evil. So, and then verse 6 says, And when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, and, and that it was pleasant to the eye, and a tree to be desired to make one wise, she took of the tree thereof and did it, and gave also unto her husband with her did it. Verse 7 says, And the eyes of them both were opened, and they knew that they were naked, and they sewed thick leaves together, and made themselves aprons. Praise Lord. But the fact of the matter is that, praise God, they disobeyed the instructions of the living God. You know, and they, and they allowed or they listened to the voice of the devil, which is something that is still happening to so when we are talking about sin, we are talking about, about something that happened, that, that first happened um, in the Garden of Eden, praise God, when Eve and Adam listened to the, to, to the voice of, of Satan and they, and, and they ate from a tree that God said you are not supposed to eat from. So the Bible says in verse 6 in Genesis, and when the woman saw that the tree was good for food and that was it was pleasant for the eyes and a tree to be desired to make one so he saw that means what 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 happened here was the was the flesh because the eye is the flesh he saw by the eye of the flesh that the that the fruit was pleasant and he desired it so that is one of our weaknesses as a man as men because we, 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 we are so weak when it comes to the flesh that everything we see we desire it 
when a man sees a woman he desires that he desires that woman because of the eye so the problem is the eye the problem is the last of the eye so that is this happened in in, in eden came sin came by 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 eve and adam in eden praise god and by sinning then as god said that you will surely die they invited death into humanity praise god by their sinful way and they died spiritually and god separated himself from man since that day and they were thrown out of eden praise god in their place in their place of comfort in their holy place in their place of holiness they were thrown out to go and fend for themselves to go and work the land and all that so sin started there and today we are still struggling with that same sin today especially the sin of the flesh especially the sin of the flesh that is why it is that is why Jesus came and that is why when he left when Jesus left he left us with 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 the holy spirit with of course he knew that by ourselves we cannot we cannot fight sin but if the holy spirit is in us if the holy spirit dwells in us and we allow the holy spirit to fight off the 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 desires of the flesh then we will we will succeed then we will be victorious then we will be victorious in the name of Jesus thank you lord thank you mighty jesus thank you mighty jesus romans 6 verse 23 says for the wages of sin is death but the gift of god is eternal life in christ jesus our lord that is what happened when we sinned against the lord thank you jesus let us go to to romans um 3 Let us go to Romans 3 uh 23 Romans 3 23 The Bible says for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God if we did not sin then there was no reason for Jesus to come and die for our sins praise God So for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Verse 24 says Through faith Okay. Verse 24 says being justified freely by his grace through the redemption that is in Jesus Christ. Praise God. For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God, being justified freely by his grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus. So the reason why today we are saying we are saved that we are born again that we have hope of eternal life it is because we are being justified. We are being justified freely freely by grace because grace is not by works so by grace by grace otherwise all have sinned all have sinned all have sinned. So praise mighty Jesus. praise my teachings praise my so you can, you 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 basically cannot call yourself you know a a a, a born again christian you know if you are still living in sin you know when the bible says that when we are delivered from sin into the light so 
so the bible says that then we are new creation so there is no sin in us that does not mean that when when we say we are saved by grace that we must continue with our sinning ways then then we will be that will be blasphemous to god because the bible says that we must emulate jesus christ we must be like him so when you accept jesus christ as your personal savior and lord and the holy spirit dwells in you that means that christ is in you so respect christ the bible says you must not grieve the holy spirit that is in you because the holy spirit that is in you is pure it is holy therefore we are expected to lead holy lives we cannot do that if we are still living in the flesh we cannot do that if flesh is still in control of our lives so we must allow the holy spirit that dwells in us praise god to 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 to, to lead us in everything that we do but we cannot be able to do that if we do not study the word of god because the will of god is in the word of god in order for us to understand the will of god then we must study the word of god we must study the word of god in order for us to understand the will of god and then we must die from our sinful nature which is the flesh and we must live in the spirit that is what is needed here as disciples of jesus christ galatians 17 thank you jesus we'll go to galatians 17 go to galatians 17 we'll go to galatians 17 we'll go to galatians chapter 5 chapter 5 verse 25 verse 17 to 25 uh-huh For the flesh lusteth against the spirit and the spirit against the flesh and these are contrary the one to the other so that ye cannot do things that you would so verse 18 says but if ye be led of the spirit ye are not under the law so in other words flesh is fighting against the spirit and spirit is fighting against the flesh so it is a constant war a constant battle that is going on within a man praise god so when we say that flesh is fighting against the spirit when the, when we talk about the battle against flesh and the spirit where where the spirit is against the flesh and flesh is against the spirit we are talking about the fight that we have, what is going on right now in the spirit you know we are talking about darkness being against the light we are talking about good and evil so the spirit represents good and your flesh represents um represents evil so in other words you so you must be able to allow to allow to allow so if you renew your mind all the time that means you study the word of god then you pray then you read the word of god then you get to understand and as you draw in knowing god that means now you draw in knowing how to fight off these evil desires the desires of the flesh because they are the ones that are are making us to backslide in our christian life in our discipleship they are the ones that are making things hard for us as children of god 
praise God. So, and the Bible says in verse 18, but ye be led of the Spirit, you are not under law. Verse 19, now the works of the flesh are manifest, which are these. So when we say that now the flesh of the works of the flesh are manifest, uh, which are these, we are talking about now the fruits of the flesh, that means the fruits of the sin, the fruits of the sin, as you can see them and pray against them. Adultery, it comes as a fruit of the sin. It comes as the lust of the eye because what you see, you desire if you do not live in the spirit, if you are not rooted in the word of God. What you see, you desire with your eyes. Praise my God. Fornication, it is the same thing. Adultery, fornication, it all as a result of the sin of the flesh. That is why it is important for you to die from the flesh so that you can live in the spirit. Uncleanliness, uncleanliness perhaps of the heart, um, uncleanliness of the heart. Verse 20 says, idolatry, witchcraft, which is something that is predominant here in Africa. You know, people um, worship ancestor, ancestral spirits and there's a lot of witchcraft that is going on here. Practicing witchcraft, which is, is it is um, a, a witchcraft, it's darkness, totally darkness. Idolatry is darkness. So there is no God in witchcraft, in idolatry, in, in idolatry. There is no, there is no God there. Hatred comes from the heart. So if you look, we are dealing with a person here, and a real person, and a real human being is the heart. A real human being is what is inside, not the physical that you see. So if your heart is full of hatred and bitterness, then you really need to pray and repent and confess. Praise God to the, to the living God because you are not a disciple of God if you are still if you still harbor hatred in your maybe racial hatred or tribal hatred, whatever hatred that it is. Praise God. You still need to, to, to seek God and, and pray and ask for forgiveness. Emulations, wrath, strife, seditions, heresies. You know, 21 says, talk about envies, your you being jealous, murders, murderers, you know, drunkenness, reveling and such like. These are all the fruits of the flesh. These are all the fruits of the devil. These are all the fruits of the flesh. So, so unless you die from the flesh, then you cannot live in the spirit. That is why it is easy for us who live in the spirit to renounce sin, to renounce sin, to renounce him. But it is very difficult for those who live in the flesh or those who the, spirit, who the Holy Spirit does not dwell in them. It is very difficult for them to renounce, to renounce sin, to renounce sin as it is. Brothers and sisters, that's it for today. May the wonderful God, may the wonderful God that we serve uh, keep you safe. Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you, Lord, for your word. We thank you, Father, for your love. We thank you, Lord, for the souls that will be saved because of your word, O oh God. Open our hearts, O oh God, so we may need we, 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 we may need, Father God, in what we're talking, what, of what we're talking about, O oh God. Father, open our hearts, O oh Lord, so that your word will be a seed that grows in it, O oh God. We pray, O oh Lord, that we'll not only be listeners or readers of your word, but we'll also be doers of your word in the name that is above any other name, the name of our Lord Jesus. Amen.
brothers and sisters i am latter day preacher remember if you want to leave a message you will see there is a place where you 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 are able to leave your your messages on this platform you can just leave a message wherever you like or you can request my whatsapp or you 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 can just look me up on facebook i am latter day preacher you will find me there in the wonderful name of jesus i greet you all bye bye Thank you.